But I said yes because I was like, okay, fine. Is if this is gonna be, you know, what gets me out of like you asking me all the time, and yeah, it's been. <laughs> so that was your motivation, just to not be asked anymore. Yes. Well, you can never say no yes. to a thirty-day trial. <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Three Crosses podcast. My name is Buzz, and I'm one of the pastors here at Three Crosses, and I'm glad you're joining us again here for week three in our Blur series. On our last podcast episode, we heard from Kevin and Patsy Ledbetter, who are longtime members and attenders at Three Crosses Church in one of our ministries, Music and Arts, that's been around for a long time. And so this week, we're really excited to connect you with Miguel and Gracie Ramirez, and they are leading one of our newer ministries, Three Crosses Espanol. It has some history, but not 50 years, you know, and so I really want to hear from Miguel and Gracie, how the Lord inspired them to start this, and how he's been faithful through those last five years, and how quickly they went, and what they've seen the Lord do. They also have a young son, and so to hear from them as a young family about the way that time and pressure and life uh, is tugging on them as a family, I know we'll meet many of you right where you are at. And so I'm so excited for you to hear from Miguel and Gracie, two of my really good friends. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everybody. Whether you're listening to us or sitting here at the table with me, I'm here with Miguel and Gracie Ramirez. Can you guys say hello? Hello. 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 So Gracie, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're involved in here at Three Crosses. So I'm basically the right hand of Miguel. Um, I do a little bit of everything uh, from administration and just a little bit of everything. So which ministries in particular are you working closely with? So right now I'm doing the women's ministry. And this is all part of our Three Crosses Espanol, Spanish speaking ministry. Pretty much. Yeah. Just hanging, like uh, doing the events and doing that kind of thing i got involved in the worship recently but i quit and then i'm gonna go back to <laughs> i heard you were holding one. out for more money is that true more fame more stars on youtube much, i don't know yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. all right so <laughs> you're involved in kind of every about. level of the spanish-speaking ministry you used yes. to do the kids ministry all that kind of a thing yeah i used to do that in the beginning but now we have the amazing kids ministry uh, which is awesome and that took a big burden on my end and now I can focus in other things. All right. So Miguel, is it true she's your right hand? More than my right hand. She's my better half. So I get points for that. <laughs> you get a lot of points for that. Like I think, I think you did well to find Gracie. So let's he did. time travel into the past. You know, we're in the Blur series, which is focusing on how we spend our time and how we serve God through time and how time can seem to go so fast. And so let's hop in our time machine. And how long have you guys been? Married, and how long have you been dating before that? All right, so we've been together since 2010, and then we got married in 2013, and so we got a kid, he's three years old. He was born in 2016, so, you know, it's place every three years, something good happening. <laughs> Our listeners uh, can't see you, but you're not even consulting a reference sheet. You actually remembered all those dates, right, scratch up. Yeah, definitely. And I remember, and I met her in 2006, which is a, uh, you know, long time ago. Yeah. Does it seem like a long time for you, Gracie? Like a long time since you met Miguel? It feels like it sometimes. Sometimes it feels like I've known him forever. And sometimes it feels like time just went by really fast. Yeah. So 13 years, like it is like a long time, yeah. you know? And so in the one sense, like Tara and I think about this too. My wife, Tara and I, we've been married for 13 years and we've been dating for 
I don't know. See, now I should have prepared my own mathematics, but you know, <laughs> three years or so before that. So that's, you know, not quite half my life of knowing her, but it feels like I can't remember life without her. Like the way that time jumbles up. I feel like you're experiencing some of that as well. What are some of the main differences that you've noticed in your relationship as that time has gone on from 2006 to 2019? Like, have you changed as a person, do you think, or your relationship has changed very much? I feel like, yes, I've changed. The relationship has changed. And it's just, I feel like we're evolving, which is good. And we're getting to know each other more and more. And like, I feel like I love him more with like as time passed by. Yeah. You know, so some people will say like you fall actually out of love. And here you are saying that that love has grown and developed. What do you think is maybe one way that that love has grown for you? Um, I think mainly because like in the beginning, he was really persistent and he knew how to gain my heart. And that was really nice. And so he's kept doing that little by little with like little details. And yeah, it's great. I mean, I think I'm in love more of because of how he is, because of how much he knows and he's very like knowledgeable and he's very caring and the little details um, I can see like. What's an example of a little detail that he's used to pursue you? So (laughs) to pursue me in the beginning? Or even since then. Yeah. But yeah, maybe one at the beginning and one more recent. I'd love to kind of hear how that's. Well, in the, I guess in the beginning, um, he told me like the last time, right, that he was going to ask me out because he asked me before and I said no. And the last time he was like, okay, this is the last time I'm going to ask you. If you say no. That's like like playing poker. He's all in. You know, if you say no. Yeah. (laughs) And he said, um, just give me a trial of 30 days. If you don't like me, like, I'll never ask you again. Money back guarantee. <laughs> but I said yes, because I was like, okay, fine. It's, if this is going to be, you know, what gets me out of, like, you asking me all the time. And yeah, it's been. <laughs> so that was your motivation? Just to not be asked anymore? Yes. Well, you can never say no yes. to a 30-day trial. <laughs> it's like your Google account. You pay for 30 days and all of a sudden you're five years in. Yeah, yeah, like it's been nine years. I'm like, whoa, what what happened? <laughs> All right, so he's not offering you 30 day trials anymore, you know. But you yeah. know, some of that that new, that fresh, that discovery period, that's all very exciting, you know. But yeah. now you're you know a decade or plus down the road. What are some things he's doing to continue to pursue and, and make that grow? So one thing that I remember a lot is when I was pregnant. I was crying one day, and he came home, and I remember that I was like. Like, I just hate myself. I look gross. And it was just a really bad day for me. I was really, like, depressed. And he comes and he's like, but you're beautiful. And, like, the way he said it, like, I knew he meant it. And he just, like, gave me a hug and said, everything's going to be fine. You're going to be a good mom. Because I was scared of being a bad mom and all of that. And he's like, no, you're going to be fine. And I always remember that. It's like the reassurance that I get from him, it's really valuable to me. Because sometimes I'm, like, really insecure. Yeah, that's amazing. Those words that have such power. You know, mm-hmm. It reminds me of the, in the Bible, in the book of James, it talks about how you have the opportunity to bless or to curse and you should use it for blessing. Yeah. Right. It seems like an obvious thing, but it's yeah. not so easy, yeah. you know? So to find somebody who does that, I think is a great, yeah. it's a great gift. It is. What about for you, Miguel? Like, how do you feel like your relationship or your love for one another has changed and grown? Well, it's, it's been, um, like a roller coaster, um, at points, but it's just uh, since I met her, I kind of knew that she was the one. Uh, I mean, she knows that I saw her uh, basically getting out of the car, and I'm like, oh, I like her. But, you know, she was young, and I was 21, so and I was like, that's illegal. Let's not, <laughs> uh, let's not go there. So we, I waited. Um, 
And um, yeah, so I think our relationship has evolved uh, into a more mature relationship. It's not about, you know, being romantic. I mean, not, not that we're not, but it's not about those details, but more about caring for each other. Now, when you guys began your relationship, were you following the Lord in the way that you are now? Or how, how has that dynamic kind of changed and shifted through your relationship? Well, uh, for me, it was uh, so I was an atheist when we started going out. And she was Catholic. Um, I mean, she believed in, in God, but... Yeah, I didn't really know God. I just believed in God, and but I never really had that relationship mm-hmm. until I started reading the Bible and, like, going to church and yeah. changed my life. So, and what... Uh, it was, like, really good for our relationship is that we started going to church together. When you started attending church, were you still an atheist? Or had you kind of been on the road towards more questioning God or even cross that barrier so i think that would be a long story but um no so i decided to go to church because i actually have decided to follow jesus how long until you wandered into three crosses well my uncle brought me to a play and i love the church but i was like i wasn't really sure i was just like i love the church and it was like something out there but since it was in english and like i prefer like and understand better in spanish um, I felt like more like looking for something in Spanish and I we talked and we started going to a church in Spanish but then after a few years. months or years no it was like years yeah. yeah I came and started just coming like and I remember the first day I came I became a member because they were like, we're having a seminar. I didn't even know what it was all about. I just came to the seminar. I was like, oh, I want to learn more. And I became a member the first day. And I loved it ever since. Never regretted it. So. And how long has that been since you've been here at Three Crosses? Uh, 2013. 2013. So, so six, six years. years. Six does it years. feel like six long years or does it feel like that's really quick? Time flew. I, like, I think it's re- it went really fast. We didn't even, uh, since we started serving at Cross Streets, uh, uh, it just went fast crazy fast i remember i started at the church in 2015 and so that's not as you know amazing as your resume or whatever but i remember showing up and it was my first day and it just seemed like at three crosses that like everybody that attends here has attended here for forever and then their father also attended for forever and their grandmother has attended for forever and all the staff has been here for forever and nobody is ever leaving or going anywhere it just felt like the snapshot of time. I remember that sitting in the cafe very vividly, just thinking about the history and the legacy of the place. And 2015 is not that long ago, really, like, you know, coming in on four years. And I look at all the change that's happened in four years. You know, we have a new senior pastor. We've had some other different staffing changes. We've had, you know, like Cafe Four is still like fairly new in terms of the life of the church. For me, it's been there for forever, but for our longer term members, you remember a time when the bricks were there, you know, Mm -hmm. when you came to the play, did you have the bricks? Or where is it in the no, cafe? Connection Center was already in place. It was already there. It was, yeah, but not the cafe. That was after. That was, you know, so that's all coming and new and changing. And it feels like a lot yeah. of change in a short period of time in some ways. And then in other ways, it still feels like this church has been here for forever and we're going to be mm-hmm. here for forever and we're not going anywhere. And so what was it about being at church that you guys decided to step in and make the change or try to initiate the change that you did in terms of the Three Crosses Espanol ministry? We'll put that on your heart. I I think we didn't really know we were coming for that. We we came because we love the church and we loved everything like the doctrine, everything, just the people. And we just wanted to stay. 
and we heard some people like praying that they were praying for something in Spanish, but we never thought we were we, we would be those ones to lead it. We just thought we're here for whatever God has for us. We were serving in cross streets and I felt that that was my call, like evangelism. And yeah, like God had other plans and it was leading to something else. I told Gracie, I don't want to go to that church because it's too big. Uh, we're not going to have any community. We're not going to do anything. We're going to be there every su Sunday and we're just going to sit and listen. And that's the extent of it. And boy, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. those people were praying for something in Spanish and you guys didn't even know that the Lord was preparing you to be a part. Yeah, we didn't answer. know. And we, we were also pretty new starting as Christians. Yeah. We're babies, like just born, you know, it was like a year no. or two. 2010, 2013, that's three years. I mean, it, it, we're considered babies. I feel like a baby. I feel like I didn't know anything, honestly. And I feel like here I learned more than what I learned in the other churches. Yeah. That's my <laughs> personal. <laughs> Do you feel like stepping into service and, and almost pioneering a ministry helped your growth process, helped you grow more quickly? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Completely. So if, what if there's somebody listening and they're saying like, I feel like that too. I'm a baby. I think I'm going to sit. I'm going to learn. This place is amazing, but it feels like maybe there's not a place for me to serve. Like what kind of an encouragement would you give somebody with those kind of questions? So I think um, just jump into ministry. If you jump into serving, it, you will grow up for sure. It's just that's part of the Christian experience. Just one of the uh, sermons and the hungry series says that you know doing the, the will of the lord is like our food so and also i think that whoever is like doubting just look for signs because god gives you so many signs he gives you like he leads you he really does and just like Lindsay said like open your eyes because signs are there and you just need to open your eyes and like go where god's leading you what was one of the signs for you on your way in to church and service and all these things we've been talking about do you remember something yeah, I remember Pastor Mark told me, because I told him, like, my situation. I told him, like, Miguel doesn't want to go here, and I want to force oh, him no, to. Oh, no, the secret's out. Okay, <laughs> go on, tell me more. This is great. <laughs> this is marriage counseling. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, he just gave me the best advice, and it was so simple. He's like, just pray for him. Just don't fight, pray for him. And I was like, that's true. Like, why didn't I even think of that? And that's what I started doing, just praying for him, and it changed a lot, like everything was different. And so also seeing that other people were praying for something to open up and like we were gonna be a part of it, but we didn't know like we were gonna be leading it. It was just amazing. Yeah, that's cool. I love that advice to pray instead of feeling like you have to solve everything yourself. You mm -hmm. know, Jesus even goes so far as to teach us to pray for our enemies and those that persecute us. You know, of course, Miguel's far from your enemy, but praying for your spouse, you know, the, the partnership can be closer. Praying for your husband or wife as a parent. You know, we haven't even talked about having kids and how that makes your life accelerate. You know, so how old is Mateo now? Uh, he's three years old. And so next year he's going to be 16 and then he's going to be in college and... Yeah. I mean, he's, he's starting school this year, so it's exciting. But I know that it's going to be uh, a change uh, in our routine, how we do day-to-day -day basis. So, yeah. And, I mean, it's a cliche to say it, but they grow so fast. They, you, you blink and you miss it. It's just crazy how fast they grow. They really do. What do you think is one thing you've done well in terms of enjoying the the littleness that they have for such a brief time? Like, is there something, some technique that you could share that helped you savor that fleeting moment 
or yeah, we, I, I guess just uh, for me in the beginning, I didn't really enjoy it as much because I was very focused in cleaning and doing all these perfect things that I had to do being a new mom. And I, I guess with time, I figured out like it's okay if the dishes are not done. Like I, I'll spend time with him and I'll take him out to the park and just see his smile. And that's way more precious than like spend the whole morning cleaning. And yeah, sometimes my house is a mess, but I rather enjoy him because he's going to go to school. He's going to be, you know, like doing other things without me and when, when did I ever, you know, spend time with him? Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, one of my friends from college, unfortunately, her mom passed away pretty suddenly a few years ago. And I remember going to her funeral and they had five kids. And I remember every one of the kids had the testimony about their mom that she always had time for us, that she would let the dishes set and she would play with us. And they didn't expect that their mom would go to see the Lord over that night, you know, but I loved that they had those memories with their mom. And that kind of formed me. I was a new parent at the time. And I was thinking like, I would love for my kids to say of me, mm -hmm. dad always had time for me. I don't want to think oh, I'll work now, I'll play later. And then they're gone. You miss mm -hmm. it. And you're not even promised tomorrow. Like, yeah. Sorry that it got so heavy, but I, you know, yeah. Roman's in middle school now. And like, where's it going? Like, I'm not qualified yeah. for this. Like, I need a how-to video on YouTube something. I don't know what's going on as a parent. <laughs> so what about for you, Miguel? What's one thing that has helped you kind of savor life as a parent or keep that pursuit of marriage alive in these time pressured situations that parenting and work and career and ministry, you know, there's so much rushing right at you. It's, it's hard to balance. It's not impossible. Uh, the Lord opens the way to do it. I mean, I, I thought, you know, I'm going to be working full time, two jobs and ministry, family, and then extend the family and, and, and all that. But um, he just works amazingly well. And so to me, just um, now being part of the staff at Three Crosses is uh, a blessing. Uh, that freed a lot of my time. And now I can enjoy actually just being with them, mm -hmm. take Fridays off and just be with them. And we, we go to parks and play golf and just, you know, enjoy the way he is. Finally, he is watching movies, the whole movies. <laughs> so we watched Toy Story 4 at the movie theater. And it was amazing because he stayed quiet for the whole movie, watching it, eating popcorn. And I love that because I love movies. So that's something that we can spend time. But I also, um, every night, I try, every every night we read books together. So I, you know, just read a book every single uh, night. And, you know, he loves that time. You know, Miguel, talking about like movies with your kid, spending time with your kid, teaching your kid how to love popcorn, you know, turning them into a little version of yourself. I think that's really beautiful. I like, I love spending time with my kids. And then sometimes I worry that the way that I am isn't even a good way to push it down onto my kids. And that, I think as a, as a pastor, as somebody on staff at a church is something I really try to keep an eye on that will my role and involvement at church help my children love the church more or will it build into them like obstacles towards wanting to be involved at church? You know, and you guys are also really heavily involved in ministry and now you've got family. And so how has it been for you, Gracie, with all those pressures and time that those conflicting not competing, but different demands place on you. How have you guys sorted that out? Yeah, sometimes it is hard when you're doing ministry to like pause and like enjoy it because I'm always thinking ahead. I'm always thinking of like what's going to happen next. And I'm such a like control freak that I have to have everything like in order, like 
in time like I'll, I'll do this that time i'll do that that time and so it's hard to sit and enjoy it but i every time like at the end if someone comes and says like that was great or something i'm like okay then maybe i'm doing something right and it's all in god's hands and it's all for his glory and so that's when i remember you know i'm working for him and even though i'm trying to do everything like in a rush and to make it everything perfect like he knows my heart and he knows that i'm doing it for him yeah has having mateo around made that easier or harder for you in terms of the pressure to get ministry done in a certain way in a certain time it's made it definitely hard because sometimes like in the beginning especially we didn't have childcare, and when i was breastfeeding and things like that that i had to like run and do other things uh it made it hard but with time i've been able to like juggle those things and now having childcare available anytime we need <laughs> it's awesome too <laughs> do you think it was more adjustments in your techniques that have helped or was it more an adjustment in your mindset and that has really helped you feel like you've got things more under control i think it's the mindset because i i like i was in the mentality of like being a mom but then also being a wife and being in ministry and just try to balance that out yeah, I can see you're kind of like drawing boxes in the air. Like, so I'm a yeah. wife on this compartment of my life. I'm a mom in this compartment mm -hmm. of my life. And now you feel like you're able to integrate them together or you feel like you're better at compartmentalizing them? Mm, that's a good question. I think I can, I, I rather like separate them. I don't know why. It's just in my mind. Yeah. Like I'm going to be a mom from this time to this time and then I'm going <laughs> to do ministry because yeah. that's what I can focus more. Mm -hmm. I think there's more than one way to do it. And so like the benefit of compartmentalizing is you can really focus and be present doing, yeah. you know, like, so for me, like what I'm not so good at compartmentalizing. And so when I'm home, sometimes I'm tempted to be thinking still about work or ministry things. And I have to really challenge my brain to say like, you know, be present with your kids. Don't be in the thought world thinking about your day. Like yeah. be there, you know, there was a, a saying from college. I remember they said, wherever you are, be fully there. And that was a good, and so I kind of hear yeah. you kind of resonate with that kind of a thinking. And so what's it been like for you, Miguel, like to be a ministry and now even looking back, so Three Crosses Espanol used to be called Hire, mm -hmm. it was the Spanish ministry. And we, and that started, how many years ago has that been now? 2014 started, um, 2014, 15. Uh, I, I don't have the exact date, but it was, um, so it started as a Bible study and, um, so it evolved into what Three Crosses Espanol is. And um, so it's been hard because I used to have a full-time job as an IT uh, for so many years and plus ministry, plus parenting, plus um, everything else. So it's um, it was challenging, but it actually helped a lot that Gracie is on my side, uh, that she loves the Lord. Uh, very very much and so she knows that everything that i do is for the lord and she does it too so we kind of are on the same page which makes uh my job a breeze i mean i i can not be more thankful than you know than that and mateo loves the church too so well not for a per period of time yeah, she for some reason he didn't like to go to the yeah. children's ministry for, and that was hard too because like he will cry and it yeah was, but now he loves being here he loves uh, everybody at childcare, and it's just uh it's been amazing uh it's easier now than it was uh, a couple of years before when you look at the growth that three crosses espanol has had both kind of as a ministry 
as well as the effect that it's had on people's lives. You know, through crosses, we say so often that we're about life transformation through following Christ. And I see that in your ministry, both at an organizational level, as well as in the lives of individual people. Like I think of so many that found Christ here or really began their faith journey here or decided I'm coming back to God here. Do you see that growth more on like a week to week level or is it easier to see that growth if you look back over a period of, you know, we're talking about a five year span here. Or maybe another way to ask it is like, does it ever feel like week to week nothing's changing? Like that you're stuck in the middle or like there's this kind of grind of it? It's it's hard to uh, have a, a good look at what's going on because uh, I feel like Three Crosses Espanol, it's, it's been renewing every time that we look back. Um, the other day I was looking at what we have as in terms of members there and I see like, oh, everybody's new. Like we got a couple of people that are old, you know, not old, but you know, they've been here longer. They have been attending for a few years. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and, and I see, and I'm like, okay, basically everybody's new to, to the church, new believers. Um, and it's, um, I think the Lord is working, uh, but I'm not sure how to quantify that in terms of time. Uh, but I, if I look back, I see that, um, uh, a lot of the people that started Hide and then or the Bible study then Hide, most of them are serving at our church as ushers or uh, so we're we're just happy for that because they're they are growing into ministry here at Three Crosses and and it's amazing. Yeah, that's what I love about Three Crosses Espanol. Like not being a Spanish speaker myself, although one time Miguel did lie to me and tell me my Spanish was amazing. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're grading me on a super big curve. Right, that the heart has always been to not be a separate group of people, but people that can come together as one in Christ, one family in Christ. So maybe we have two languages we prefer, or as you say, understand more or better, but we're still one in Christ. And so to hear you saying, like, maybe you're not in Three Crosses Espanol every Sunday, but you're ushering, you're greeting, you're still part of our church body. I think that's beautiful. If somebody out there is listening and has never visited Three Crosses Espanol, I would recommend that you go. Like, you will never find a room that is nicer, that is more filled with love, that is more quick to give you a hug. Even if you're a perfect stranger, I guarantee you, your Spanish is better than mine. Even if it's worse, they will still be so kind to you. Do not worry. Get in there. So you guys are meeting in the port, which is on the west side of our campus in our student ministries building, Sundays at 11 o'clock. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I go there sometimes. Yeah. And uh, so we do have the Three Crosses Adventure Children's Ministry or Three Crosses Kids, I should say, available for you, anybody that wants to attend and Spanish speaking is not a prerequisite, right? So anybody can come. Anybody can come. Yeah. yeah. And then. And we need singers, so. We need singers. Yeah, that's great. Spanish language music, yes. which is great. I think that's a lot of fun. And uh, if you've never experienced that, like worship in a language not your first, uh, you should try it out. It really gives you a, a great picture of how God is bigger than just your singular experience with Him. That God is the God of everyone, as the Scripture says, every tribe and tongue and nation. I think that's beautiful. And I really thank you guys for what you've done to bring that to our church and our church family and to my life. It's amazing. You know, we've talked about your relationship with each other, your time in ministry, your time at career, your time with a kid, and it goes fast. I'm excited that God has brought our path together for these times. I hope many more years to come. So thank you guys so much for being here. God bless you. God bless. Thank you. Yeah, we're so blessed to be here. We always think like we're more blessed to be here than to serve. (laughs) Keep thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Keep thinking that. That's good. I, I hope that service is a blessing. So it is. All right. Well, thank you. God bless you. And we will talk to you soon.
You guys, I hope that touched you as much as it did me, just to see how the Lord works in people's lives. It's an immense privilege, and so I'm so grateful for Miguel and Gracie to share their experiences with us this week. You know, and just like that, the Blur series is gone. Two podcasts, but I don't want it to be gone out of our hearts and out of our minds. And so I'm encouraging you to reach out to us at podcast at threecrosses.org and let us know a time in your life that you experienced the passing of time. Maybe you want to share with me a time that you really seized the moment and the Lord stepped in and something amazing happened. Or maybe you want to talk about a season that's dragging. Or maybe you want to talk about some hopes that you have for the future. Or maybe you want to share how your conception of time and your journey with Christ has changed as you look back on His faithfulness in your life. Reach out with an email submission about how time passing in your life has shown you more about how to follow Jesus. We'll be collecting these for a couple weeks, and then in one of our next episodes, we'll read out some of the submissions that you guys have. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your participation. Let us know at podcast at threecrosses.org. We love you. We believe in you. We're praying for you. We'll see you soon.